amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to dollarcollapse.com with John Rabino, your ringside seat for the global financial crisis. Hi, everybody. It is Monday, March 14th, and a lot of recent stories that are interesting in their own right and aren't obviously related, but they actually are. And they, they tie together into what is really a terrifying story going forward. So let's begin with the German elections that were held over the weekend. Now, Germany has been the leader in Europe in promoting asylum for the Middle Eastern refugees that are flooding in. And Angela Merkel, Germany's leader, has taken a lot of flack for it but has remained pretty much unassailable until this weekend's elections, in which a party called Alternative for Germany, which is just three years old, but is anti-immigration and is attracting a lot of votes, did very well. So suddenly there's a threat to Germany's leadership from the right. And the implication of this is that European immigration policies and freedom of movement within the European Union and the Eurozone might have to be rethought. The euro, for instance, was already fatally flawed and was probably headed for some kind of a crisis that led to either a breakup or a redefinition of the eurozone is now in even more grave danger because the ability of people to move across borders is now threatened. And that was one of the premises of the eurozone, which was that everybody uses a common currency, everybody can move wherever they want to within the eurozone, just like they do in the US. And that that would lead to more and more European integration until they ended up with something like the uh, United States of Europe with a strong central government that functioned the way the U.S. government functions here. Well, that's, that's looking less and less likely. Meanwhile, the United Kingdom is seriously thinking of pulling out of the European Union, which might be the first domino to fall in a process that ends with the dissolution or radical restructuring of Europe as we know it today. Now, over in the U.S., Bloomberg just did a story about how corporate share repurchases are still ramping up. Corporations have been huge buyers of their own shares over the last few years, and they're not slowing down. Uh, meanwhile, investors, individual investors especially, are pulling money out of the stock market. And that leaves corporations as pretty much the only major buyer of equities right now. And they have to borrow money in order to keep buying back their shares at a time when their profits are going down. So you get this bigger and bigger gap between what companies can throw at their own stocks and the amount of stock that needs to be bought back to support the overall market because individuals are getting out of the market. Another Bloomberg story that uh, I'll tell you how this all ties in together in a minute is about how a branch of economics called modern monetary theory is getting a new look from policymakers. Now, modern monetary theory states that in the modern world, when governments are all armed with basically unlimited fiat currency printing presses, there's no reason for governments to have to tax their citizens or borrow in the financial markets. They can just print whatever money they need to. And the reason it's being given a serious 
look now is that low interest rates and negative interest rates haven't worked. And uh, the central banks of the world have been creating lots of new money, pumping it out, and that hasn't worked. The global economy is flatlining. It's barely growing. And some parts of the world are in deflation right now, which is a catastrophe for an over-indebted society. You know, if your currency gets more and more valuable, your debts get more and more onerous. And if your debts are already unmanageable, it brings you that much closer to a, a dissolution of your system. So the interesting thing about this story is not that modern monetary theory is getting another look but that economists don't seem to realize that it's already being implemented. When a central bank buys all of the bonds that its government is issuing, then in effect, the central bank is directly financing the government. So we're already doing modern monetary theory on a vast scale. Now, last but not least is the China devaluation story. The backstory is that China borrowed way too much money coming out of the, the Great Recession, spent it unwisely, and it is now in the early stages of a credit crisis where a lot of the things that China bought and or built with the money that it borrowed aren't generating anything like the cash flow that they need to cover the related debts. So China is trying to support its currency because a lot of hedge funds now are looking at this imbalance and saying, well, the only thing left for them to do is devalue. And you got Kyle Bass and George Soros and other big name hedge funds throwing tons of money at shorting the yuan, betting that the Chinese will have to devalue their currency really aggressively. And China is running through its foreign exchange reserves in order to support its currency. Historically, countries can do this for a little while and support the currency, but they run out of money and then they have no choice but to devalue. So we are liable to see something like that in the year ahead, which will be incredibly disruptive for the global financial system. But in the meantime, they're delaying that inevitability by making the same mistake that countries have historically made by trying to support their currency when it's manifestly unsupportable. So why are these stories interconnected? Well, they're all examples of governments or corporations, in other words, big players in the economy, repeating the same behavior over and over again and hoping for a different result. Because at some point in the past, it did work for a little while. So in that sense, they're like lab rats that, that press the, the bar over and over again in their cage because once upon a time, that bar dispensed treats. It doesn't anymore, but the rats keep pressing because each time they press, they hope that a treat is going to come out. And that's what policymakers and, and other major financial players out there have been doing over the last year or two. You know, they're repeating the same mistakes. They're borrowing huge amounts of money at the governmental level and hoping that that makes the economy grow. But it doesn't. They're creating huge amounts of new currency, hoping that that gets people borrowing again. But it doesn't. Corporations are buying back their stock with borrowed money, which is basically speculating on margin. But they're doing it at the peak of the market with their earnings falling. So at some point, that imbalance, in other words, they've borrowed so much money that they can't borrow anymore, and, and the markets start punishing them for being over leveraged. They have to stop buying back their stock. They're the only ones left in the market buying stock, and then the stock market tanks. And all the stock that they bought up to that point becomes this huge loser for them because they bought it at much higher levels. Well, that's all happening out there. 
And in 2016 and probably 2017, we'll see the failure of the next stage of all of these policies. You know, they're in the process of ramping up virtually all of this. China is probably going to increase its government spending and and borrow more money in, in order to support the yuan. The governments of the world are starting to listen to modern monetary theory economists and uh, are leaning towards explicitly just having the central banks finance government operations. And all of this is going to fail. But the fact that they keep pressing that bar, they keep doubling down on policies that failed in the past and are going to fail in the future means that when they fail, their failure is going to be commensurate with the size of the bet that these guys are placing on these failed policies. So it's going to be epic. That is coming. That's going to be the stuff that we talk about in the second half of 2016 and all of 2017. In the meantime, you can follow these stories as they unfold at dollarcollapse.com. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.